So, retrospectors, what historical events are we ticking off on this week's run of Today in History? Well, Monday is the anniversary of the first riot of the Luddites. Then on Tuesday, we unearthed the mad coincidence of the day two different Dennis the Menaces made their comic strip debuts. On Wednesday, the day the Spanish conquered the last Maya kingdom. Thursday was the day Colonel Sanders sued KFC. And on Friday, we recall how Vincent van Gogh's sister-in-law made his name. We discuss this and more on Today in History with the Retrospectors. Ten minutes every weekday, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the dignified retirement of F1 podcasts. There isn't a gun at my head. I genuinely want to retire. I hope that me retiring doesn't leave chaos. <laughs> Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the unnamed Alpine driver of F1 podcasts. I'm driving for Alpine in 2023. No, I'm driving for Alpine in 20... No, I'm not driving for Alpine in 2023. Sorry, I'm no, neither no, am I. Neither- Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the F1 podcast that spins around on its opinions but ends up facing the same way. Is this a Verstappen thing? Yeah, because he spun around and ended up facing the same way. And he won, just like we win. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, if Fernando Alonso was an F1 podcast. If Fernando Alonso was an F1 podcast, I think your phone would just like catch fire. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the Nicholas Latifi of F1 podcasts, but the Hungry FP3 Nicholas Latifi, not all of the other ones. I'll be honest, the, the, the other ones. I can't remember who Latifi is after this week. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the podcast F1 deserves. I am Jack Nichols, and I'm this week's Chica replacement that won't be answering your questions on breastfeeding. Today, from my secret BBC bunker, where I live with Gary Lineker and Adrian Childs, I'm going to guide you through the Ferrari therapy session that was the Hungarian Grand Prix. We'll talk about a wide variety of things over the course of the next hour or so, but let's face it, we're mostly going to talk about Alonso. That's all to come. Joining me is a man who may not make it. It's Phil Tromans. I want to apologise now. I have been very ill all last night and all today. And I wasn't 100% sure that I would be able to record, but I'm here, going to give it my best shot. But if you hear a thump and a sort of wailing from off mic, uh, it's I've collapsed. You just carry on without me. Or it could be me collapsing again, like last week. This, I mean, you know, I'm not saying it's a regular feature now. So does this mean I'm going to collapse? It's, is this just what happens on FF1S? Yeah, yeah, yeah. next week. <clears throat> That's why we're getting through so many hosts. Uh, alongside him is a man who has a very nice scar coming on. It's Terry Saunders. So yeah, so from my collapsing last week when I hit my head. Now, I thought I hit my head on the bath when I fainted, but it turns out I don't think I did because I've got a big bruise on my left hip and my right eye has a scar. So I think I slumped off the toilet. So Jack, I don't know if you heard last week. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I did, I did. I was mid-shit and I fainted. And <laughs> I think I slumped off the toilet, hit my hip on the left side, then fell over onto the right side onto the floor, and then dragged myself up, and that's where I got blood on the bath. So what's this anyway, CSI Berlin? I've got lots of scars. I'm, I'm a, I, I, I fall easily. Just wait till I'm old. What do you mean, wait till you're old? 
Time for Listener's Corner. This week, guarded by some douchebag security. Is this last week's script? It's talking about how Ferrari messed everything up. Is there a, is there a new version? Yes. Ferrari once again snatched failure from the jaws of victory in Hungary by picking tyres that everyone else knew were rubbish and then deciding to actually use them. Uh, Ken Owen says, I think Bonotto has a soundproof room with a punch bag where he goes to scream and punch the shit out of it. Then he walks out and all is calm again. Will Bowen says, he definitely has a soundproof room. He keeps all his decent strategists in it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sorry, I'm reading these for the first time. This is amusing. Ross Chaplin says, at what point does doing a Ferrari become a commonly used phrase? I did a Ferrari on my bathroom floor the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Dan Green Beef says, do you think the mob are laundering money through Ferrari F1 by them making huge financial losses and have warned Bonotto that his family are in danger if they win? (laughs) Tom Murray says, looking forward to seeing how Ferrari mess up the summer break too. My money is on them accidentally flying Leclerc into the sun rather than to, to his holiday destination. Um, I like that one a lot. I like that one a lot. Okay, so first things first. If Bonotto had a soundproof room, you just know that it, he'd be locked out of it or locked in it. <laughs> but I'm going to the soundproof <laughs> room. He's like, didn't got the key. And they're like, oh, no, we've... Okay, you can't still be in the soundproof room. We'd hear him knocking. <laughs> For what we see and hear of Ferrari, this doesn't feel like they're being shit on purpose. In fact, I think if the mob were really trying to make them lose, they, they'd win. <laughs> And they'd just be, they'd win, but they'd be on the podium, like, all crying. <laughs> going, oh, no. My <laughs> woman won, am I going to have our wife's going to get off. killed? Oh. So, yeah. Well, there's no danger of that happening. So, we can, yeah, maybe we can rule out the Mafia link. It's just incompetence. Repeated. The mafia, incompetence. Uh, the mafia linked to an Alpine seat, I think. <gasps> oh. Have they been announced? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It started off as like, oh, it's a hilarious joke. They're going to make something, they're going to fuck something up again. And just, they have. They've absolutely, every week, fucked something up. I'm actually getting really angry at Ferrari. Like, it was sad and it was, you know, and Terry, you said last week, oh, it's funny. But, you know, we all know that your sense of humor is fairly subjective anyway. But now I'm just like, now I'm just getting angry because, uh, you know, it's like, I feel the same how I do about like, politicians or something where you're just like no stop being so bad but i have no power but it just feels like surely this shouldn't be how the world is that every time you think we're going to have a ferrari are going to be all right and then then just why are you like this yeah why are you like this why can't you see yeah what you're doing is stupid they're ruining this year's championship they are a bit because this is it's basically over Past tense. There's no yeah. present tense needed in that statement, Terry. That is a good point. 80 points. I was, I 80 was, points. I was thinking about, like, because mathematically, Ferrari can still win the championship. You know, we're yeah. not at the point yet where that's... Nobody uh, trusts maths. But it's not just they have to stop making mistakes to get better. They have to they have to change their entire culture. And they're not going to be doing that in the next three races. Do you remember like Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares? I love Ramsey's Kitchen I Nightmares. Maybe my favourite TV show ever. So right now, we need a Gordon Ramsay type to go yeah. in and just be like, why is why are the tyres covered well, Ross, in mould? Ross Braun, surely. Well, yeah, Isn't that what Ross Braun did before? Maybe, and it's just like, we need someone to come out. And then what we, are you? An idiot sandwich. Then we need <laughs> Bonotto to be coming out going, no, we've had no complaints. No one's complaining about <laughs> the fact that we've... Well, why did you ask to be on Kitchen Nightmares then? (laughs) Never understood that. 
They all think their restaurant was great, but then they'd want to be on Kitchen Nightmares. That's a good point. That's a very good but point. But that's right. Ferrari. Every race after, what was it? What, uh, what was the one before Hungary? France. Uh, France. Bonotto's going, oh no, we absolutely should have pitted Sainz. <laughs> like, but what are you saying? You, you shouldn't have. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> He was doing it again this race. He was like, no, 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 we, it was hard. was the way to go. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't the way to go. It was blatantly obvious to everybody watching that it wasn't the way to go. The only way that would have worked is if you'd put the hards on and then somehow you knew something we didn't and you won the race. Then we'd have been like, well, you're an absolute genius. Yeah. But unfortunately, no. You're living in La La Land. Only six times in the last 30 years has there been a bigger championship advantage for a driver. Uh, wow. After 13 races, I did that maths earlier, and I was going to do it for the Checkered Flag podcast, but I'll I'll, I'll give it to you guys. The Checkered Flag one? podcast, you can get it from no, BBC Sounds or wherever you get your podcast downloads. Speaking of things Ferrari have messed up, Sebastian Vettel has announced his retirement from F1 at the end of the season. He made the announcement after joining Instagram and posting a moody black and white video full of wise words that would look good etched onto cheap furniture and sold on Etsy. David Wright says, at least the blanket coverage of the Euro 22 win here in the UK drowned out the endless outpourings that greeted the announcement of the departure of Sebastian Vettel from F1. He was undoubtedly impressive once, but let's face it, he checked out years ago. Agreed. Uh, I don't know if he checked out years ago. I think he was broken by Ferrari, which I think we could all appreciate is easily done. Happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it feels like he got his mojo back at Aston Martin, and he feels like a happier person. But mojo in a kind of marketing not way, driving and mojo. not driving mojo, in a driving way. He's got some mojo, yeah. But it's not. He seems happy. Racing driver mojo. I feel like if he if he'd have quit at the end of Ferrari, he'd have quit in a very depressed state. And I feel like he's now quit in a kind of happier state. Like. He can almost quit with this kind of like, I'm a full-time world champion and I've come to Aston Martin. And there's a couple of years where I did something else, I can't remember. Whereas if he'd have quit <laughs> at the end of Ferrari, it would be like, I'm a massive failure. <laughs> <laughs> Which is how most people leave Ferrari. Yes. I was just Ferrari is a huge success. Uh, what do you mean? Lately. Well, what, 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 lately? Well, the thing is, not even Schumacher, because they got rid of him. Which I, I love to remember that fact. Who left... I- <laughs> this is it like <laughs> not very many people Ivan Capelli <laughs> louder Ivan <Evan> Capelli <laughs> <laughs> actually you know what? maybe Gerhard Berger he, he never gave a shit I, I feel like he left on good terms but that was they never expected ago. too much from him do you know what Massa Massa because he got the the near win against Hamilton in 08, and then he got the, the sympathy the from the spring in the face. So I think he left with his the half of his head held high. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will sort of miss him. I, I like him a lot more now that he's not very good. I found him immensely annoying when he was at Red Bull. Still slightly annoying when he was at Ferrari. And really? Now, was, not he not, what, was he not... Uh, to me, he was always like the most likeable... F1 driver of oh, well, all time of the when car, he's there in Red Bull. Oh, out, oh so in the car you out have of particular the car, issues yes. with him. 
But as a driver, I found him pretty unbearable. He'd just be a bit dickish. Not like the rest of the F1 drivers. He would just be regularly just do dickish things that wound me up the wrong way. Whether like it's what? What about like Sebastian Vettel? The finger. The oh, ring, the finger. Ding, 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 ding. Moldy 21, Seb. Moldy 21. The driving into Hamilton at Baku. The just general. I liked him when oh, he was... I forgot about that. I liked him when he was when he was young and spunky. That's not the word I was looking for. Wow. Um, when he was when he was the underdog winning in was it Italy twenty eight and when he crashed into the back of Mark Webber, that was fun. Fucking kids, fucking it all up. And now he's rubbish, and I like him again. I'd forgotten his what you call it the Ferrari when he drove into Hamilton. That was bad, wasn't it? That was that was shitty. Yeah. Baku seventeen. Yeah. 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 Rubbish. But now what? now I like him. I, I wish in the. But I, I don't think we're going to hear much from him apart from occasional environmental, you know, preaching, which is, you know, he seems to be very, very, very well versed on it all. So, With Vettel leaving Aston Martin, which young and up and coming driver will take his place? Yes, Fernando Alonso, which surprised everyone, including his current team Alpine, by announcing a multi-year deal with Aston from next year. Joshua Jake Stewart says, great. Thanks, Aston. Now I have to hear about Alonso for another couple of years. Dwayne Pipe says, if the pass is anything to go by, Alpine will get good next year and they'll bring back Fernando in 2025 just to make sure they fall back into mediocrity. Andy Dixon says, Alonso is the Ferrari of drivers. Was good once. Any true greatness was ruined due to stupid errors and poor decisions. That's a very good comparison, actually, Andy. I mean, uh, Alonso's great. Yeah, but He's Ferrari a- are great. Ferrari have got the fastest car this year. <laughs> and yet they seem to make all these decisions. That <laughs> Alonso is one of the best drivers. And yet he seems to be driving for a midfield team. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't like Ferrari. A lot of people don't like Falonzo, uh, F- as I'm calling him Falonzo. Falonzo, yeah. Falonzo, Falonzo. Um, Teflonzo, they used to call him, didn't they? Yeah. Like, like the championships would slide off him. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I did. I did some working. I did some rare stats. So Alonso. Is oh, was really, this because? Is this because last week you were all like, "Oh, is Alonso better than Ocon?" I don't know. Do you know? Not those kind no, of. No, I don't no, know. No, the stats I've, I've worked out. So Alonso has driven now for half of the teams of the grid. Okay. So he drove for Minardi, which is now AlphaTauri. Yep. Then ran Benetton, which is now Alpine. Then he went to. McLaren. Are you counting them twice? Uh, well, at least they went to McLaren, which is now McLaren. <laughs> then he went back. Did he go back to Renault after McLaren? I think he yep. did. That was uh, that was Crashgate, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Then he went to Ferrari. Then he went to Le Mans and everything in IndyCar. Then he went back to McLaren. Then he went back to Renault again. <laughs> He's only not driven for for Red Bull, Mercedes, Sauber, Williams, and Haas. He's driven for all the other teams. That. And are you are you offering any insight after that, or, or is you you've, what, that you've what, done, you do? what you've done is read out Fernando Alonso's Wikipedia page and then stop talking? Is there another driver? That's what we F1, do. Fuck off. Is there another driver <laughs> in F1 history who has driven for that many teams and has driven for Renault twelve? I mean Alonso. I mean Prost drove for Renault like three times, but Alonso's driven for Renault like eighteen, to nineteen times now. Like we know that he he'll be back. He'll be back after Aston. He'll go back to Alpine or whatever they're called. I think it's remarkable. I think his CV is utterly remarkable. Alonso going to Aston Martin leaves a space at Alpine alongside Esteban Ocon. Who's going to take that? Why, it's young Australian superstar Oscar Piastri. 
Or is it because it doesn't appear to be also? And also, wow. we're we're right in the midst of this right now. When yeah, we're, are we allowed to? Are we allowed to? Yeah, are we allowed to unfurl the whatever? Like eight o'clock. Oh, yeah, no, nobody thinks it's live. Yeah, no one oh, thinks okay, it's a joke. <laughs> eight o'clock this evening, Alpine announced Piastri. Five past eight this evening, Piastri said, "Nah, mate." But, yeah, I haven't signed a contract, and I'm not driving for them next year. So. <laughs> What's going on? But have, so this, as, have you also as far seen, as I can tell... Oh, sorry, I was going to say, the latest update from your colleague Andrew Benson at BBC has said that um, Alpine have said they, quote, believe we're legally correct in our statement, but don't have anything further to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, I do have a driver. She goes to another school. You wouldn't know her. I'm going to say um, what I'm sort of aware of right now, but it might be proven yes, wrong run in the us next through, few days. Run us through the situation. Well, I don't... But the, it, broadly speaking, it sounds like there's some disagreement over what... Because a lot of these drivers have a clause of, like, if we have a race seat, we can offer it to you and you are the race driver. But there's also clauses that are like, if we haven't offered you a race seat by such a date then you're allowed to get a seat somewhere else, oh, right? Fuck. Don't tell me today's the day and Alonso's timed this on fucking purpose. No, 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 no. But, uh, but, but there's, there's, there's maybe it was 31st <laughs> of July. Like maybe, for example, that's the date or something like that. Or You know what I mean? So there's, it's all that kind of clause stuff of when are you allowed to speak to other teams? When are you allowed to sign for other teams? Because that's something that's going on in IndyCar as well right now with... Um, is it Palo and all of that Palou. contract chaos as too? So I think it's something like that Alpine think they can sign him up, but Piastri thinks they can't sign him up because it's too late or, you know, it's that kind of weird well, this, vibe. This is all presuming that Piastri thinks he's got another seat somewhere else. Well, and that's everyone the, seems to be suggesting McLaren replacing Ricardo. That's the weird thing is that he, in the tweet, he's like, I won't be driving for Alpine. It's not, oh, nothing's signed yet. Yeah, Let's see what happens. It's I ain't aggressive. going to Alpine. Yeah, yeah. it's remarkable. It's, it's basically giving the middle finger to Alpine. So he which, has and to, he must be pretty sure. Yeah, he'll have to go to McLaren. He'll have to be sure of that, which means that Ricardo's. So is Ricardo gone? Well, exactly. But how? But how's Ricardo going? It's a big Australian thing, isn't it? Because Piastri's manager, I believe, is Mark Webber. Webber. Yeah, mate. So it's Only a big Australian. Sebastian Vettel quits, and suddenly Mark Webber's causing havoc, mate. Multi twenty-one. Something. I, I think Oscar Piastri is only um, twenty one, isn't he? Not do, don't do this drives, thing again so. where you look at a racing driver's age and then are surprised that they're the younger than you. It's very boring. How old are you, Jack? Thirty two now. You're getting older every time. See, I feel like I'm about the he same age as when we first he met. But you're getting older. Because now I'm in my forties, yeah. I just don't give a shit. But you, every time I hear your age, it goes up one. <laughs> When you, once you get to your 40s, you forget how old you are and you have to think about it, 42. I've found. Yeah, well, yeah, same. But I, I, had to, I do have to think about it every time anybody asks. <laughs> but no, but let, let, let's, let's work this through. So, so they, McLaren can't get rid of Ricardo because he's, he's got the option that he can leave, but they can't fire him. So Seemingly if Piastri, so. If Piastri is going to McLaren, which is the rumor, that means that Ricardo has agreed to leave. But if he's agreed to leave, that means he's either going or he's got somewhere else to go. And if he's got somewhere else to go, it can't be Alpine because they wouldn't have said that. And obviously he just left there. And if he'd agreed to leave, he wouldn't probably have said three weeks ago, I'm not leaving. Yeah. And if he's agreed to leave, you think he'd say something now. Because you know how in F1, the press press releases all kind of come one after the other. Everything falls into place. And it's like, 
that's not happening tonight. No, there's no clarification, which means someone has fucked up. This is this is what I love about it. this is the biggest contract nonsense, and I love a contract nonsense since Sauber had those eight drivers yes. for the opening race of the <laughs> Guido season. Guido van der Gaard to Alpine confirmed. <laughs> yeah, well, it's him or Adrian Sutil. It's one of the two. Yes, <laughs> I mean that would be great if if neither of them end up with drives next year, and it's it's Sutil and van der Gaard. That'd be amazing. That would actually be, be great if that happens. But yeah, to be honest, by the time this comes out, the, the situation will probably have changed again. Yes, and everything I said will be absolutely incorrect. In other news... The time of recording. Yeah, exactly. In other news, Porsche planning to buy 50% of Red Bull's F1 team according to documents that were revealed by mistake. Rumours have swirled for a while that the German sports car company might get into bed with Red Bull with suggestions that they were going to work on engines together. But a document somehow published in error in Morocco show that Porsche's planning to buy half of the whole Red Bull racing operation. Could we get official confirmation of that soon? Maybe. I mean, this has not been a good week for F1. F1's meant to be the pinnacle of, a pinnacle of people who really know what they're doing. And yet, pretty much every story is Ferrari are fucking everything up, Alpine are fucking everything up, Aston Martin are fucking everything up, Fernando Alonso is fucking everything up, Oscar Piastri appears to be fucking everything up, and Red Bull are fucking everything up. <laughs> Nobody's done anything competent wasn't this there, week. Wasn't there? It wasn't. I just feel like I got an email today. Honda, yeah, Honda to extend from Red Bull. Honda to extend power unit technical support agreement with Red Bull powertrains to the end of 2025. So, well, it's all kicking off. The suggestion was that Porsche were going to swing in around 2026 when the new engine regs come in. Uh, so that's what that means: is they Which keep Honda it, to the end of 25, and then Porsche yeah. come in. So Honda Quite have how left. written it down. So Honda have left F1, but somehow they're still paying for Red Bull for five well, the, years. This, well, this is what Honda do. They leave just before they win something, and then they're <laughs> running back, and then they're <laughs> rubbish, and then they win something again, and they're just as That's they true. Leave, so. I forgot that they did that last year as well. Yeah, so you can almost guarantee that the Red Bull engine is going to be absolutely brilliant by the end of 2025, whereupon Honda will cease having anything to do with it, and Porsche come and steal all the glory. But quite why they'd written all this down... In on Morocco. a document in Morocco that got accidentally published on a government website. I'm not quite sure. But uh, it'd be interesting to see Porsche back in F1, if nothing else. I mean... Yeah. 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 <laughs> Such enthusiasm. Oh, I, don't I, don't have a, I don't have any good feelings of Porsche, because I only, I only really like Formula 1 racing. So fuck Le Mans and all that sort of stuff. And, and Porsche, Formula E. Yeah. A Porsche in Formula E? That Formula E chat last week was embarrassing absolutely embarrassing you're all like oh is nick de vries racing in formula e oh no he's not he's the reigning champion is he he's the world champion is that embarrassing for us or is that embarrassing for formula e that that sort of stuff doesn't get reported anywhere tell us how wrong we are you can tweet us at for f1's sake or find us on facebook where we're for f1's sake i'm the face of formula e and no one knows who i am or (laughs) email i had to do over 10 selfies at the london e-prix or email us at wrong at ff1s.com you stood me up in berlin jack nichols because of your formula e friends (laughs) i tried i tried to go to the formula e and i couldn't find a single person that wanted to go with me because a i don't have any friends B, no one had heard of Formula E. Not even, not saying I don't like that. Not even who? No what one, do you mean, not even who? Formula E. No one had Formula heard of it. Formula E. Formula E. 
no one had heard it. I said, I'm going to go see the Formula E. What's that? They're like, is that a drug reference? Yeah, they're like the Formula E. Who did you ask? Friends of mine, people I know. Exactly. I'm already skeptical about this 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 story. Julian Palmer. I asked the people that the guy, the Hermes delivery guy, (laughs) my neighbour, my bloke at the kebab shop. Yeah, I don't have kebabs anymore. Not after I fainted. Um, (laughs) Was the kebab why you fainted? Because I was, I was, I had, I got up in the night because I had a dodgy stomach from the kebab. Oh, okay, okay, got it. I was shitting the kebab out. My blood pressure dropped and I fainted. I didn't realise you could shit out blood pressure. Review of the Apparently, I shut out blood pressure. Like, I was shitting wow. so much that I fainted. <laughs> Alternatively, if you think we're right, <laughs> then... No, I've, not, I've not told another human this. There was a point where I felt so weak, I had to crawl back up... To, I'd, I'd collapsed, right? I crawled back onto the toilet. I was hugging the toilet like when you're being sick, but I wasn't sick. I needed to poo more, but I felt so weak, I just pooed down my leg, Jack. Oh. I'm 42 and I live alone, and I pooed down my leg. With my cat looking at me, uh, all because I had a kebab. And if you so want now to talk about it, commemorating e. that, <laughs> don't tell me he's the champion of Formula E. Because I don't care, Jack. I nearly died. <laughs> shop, shop, shop. Alternatively, if you think we're right, then why not to buy us a beer and a kebab? That's what Robert Freeman did. Thank you, Robert. Thanks, Robert. Thank you, Robert. You're a free man, not a number. I kind of regret saying that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll edit it out, I'm sure. And big thanks as ever to our monthly donors, who this week include Brad Youngman. Young man, thank you, Brad. Keith Faulkner. Oh, oh, oh. Keith. Keith's been around for a long time, and we thank you, Keith. We've almost got enough to buy a real falcon now. Join them. Head to ff1s.com slash pint, pint, pint. Terry. Phil. Do you wear sandals? I do not wear sandals. Oh, well, how are your toenails then? Well, some of them are covered in paint. One, I think, still got a bit of shit on it. Uh, The others are fine. (laughs) Well, Terry, I think you should take a look at the Shears 2.0. Oh, does it get shit off your toes? (laughs) It's not in the blurb, but it is a luxury nail grooming kit that comes with a performance package from Manscaped. TM. This kit includes stainless steel nail cutters, tweezers, and grooming scissors. I'm sold. Of course you are. But you also get the legendary Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe TM technology. But I need power. You've got it. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on-off switch that can engage a travel lock, and gives you the ability to turn the 4,000K LED spotlight on and off when you need a more precise shave. Tell you what, Phil, can you tell me something else? Because I need to know something else. All I can really tell you is that with the performance package, your balls will be ready to impress. But make sure you cover the rest with the Shears 2.0. Don't get them mixed up. Don't be trimming those balls and shaving your toes. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the code... Balls, balls, balls. Sorry, I was thinking about my leg. <laughs> That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the code... Balls, balls, balls. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the code... Balls, balls. I'll just keep saying balls. <laughs> That's 20% off and free shipping what? at manscaped.com. We're in a loop. <laughs> Don't understand what's going on. I'm scared. Uh.
This but, is how I felt when I was on the floor. <laughs> I could just hear Phil saying that's 20% off and preaching <laughs> me when you use the code. And I'm like, stop. <laughs> and fade out. had a secret baby Terry somehow got into clubs despite being very old and Phil may not have given back every single one of the cars he's tested as for me I'll never tell you how I've got my job as an F1 commentator I'm Jack Nichols and this is the Checkered Past podcast don't get it because we've all got secrets because of our Checkered Pasts oh it's so good now we're moving on to the teams Red Bull you cannot win the Hungarian Grand Prix from anywhere other than the front row. That is a known fact and is undisputed. Verstappen won from 10th on the grid. Is he actually good at this driving, Lark? Where was Perez this weekend? Red Bull Max were great Verstappen. this weekend. And well, we know that I'm not a big fan of... On Sunday, they were, on Sunday they were great. Your microphone discipline, Terry, is just superb. <laughs> just <laughs> whacking it while you're eating. What are you doing? I'm eating some cheese. What, <laughs> what cheese is it? German cheese? No, Kids it's a... There's one shop that sells Scottish vintage cheddar. Ooh. And I keep buying some. It's the one place. Like, you can't buy good cheddar in Germany. And then whenever I buy it, I just eat the whole block. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Red Bull. Yeah. I mean, Red Bull, Red Bull were good on Sunday, but they had a bit of a, uh, bit of a shonky Saturday. But, and, you know, Verstappen. Yeah, really good. Really good. Tenth to first on a track you can't overtake on. Admittedly, span, with self-destructing Ferraris, and he span it. Well, he did a beautiful 360. It was just for show. Well, Spano. no, he span. He, he, he span because he was so cocky. He he wanted to overtake Leclerc twice, <laughs> like Leclerc had done to him in Austria. Oh yeah, so it was like payback, bitch. No, he did very well. He's very good. I think I, you know, I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but I think he's looking pretty good for the championship. <laughs> Mercedes. Mr. Saturday did his most Saturday thing yet and only went and put the Mercedes on pole. Mr. Sunday, however, struggled with tyres and could only manage third in the race. But would Lewis have won with a few more laps? Mm, probably not. I don't know. I think... Like, this is one of those races where when the race... Air, <laughs> what? It's a big lump of cheese there, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Please carry on. <laughs> I think that was the cat. <laughs> Terry is holding a cat in fairness to him. The cat doesn't look impressed. <laughs> cat That's like, don't pin this shit on me. My cat never looks impressed. <laughs> Are we talking about George Russell? Oh, we look, George Russell? we've gone on for a long time already. No one cares about it. All we, we're just going to talk no, about come on, come on, go on, talk, No, no, no. Come on, come on. Phil, Phil, Phil. What would you like to get off your chest about George Russell? Well done on his first pole position. He did well on Saturday. I, I, I'm not quite sure what happened. I watched. I even watched back the highlights before we started, and I'm still like, can't quite tell how he ended up third. Well, because Hamilton extended his middle stint, didn't he? So he, so he had fresher tyres towards the end. Tyre management, the sexy stuff. Ha- Hamilton made his tyres last for a bit longer and had then had the sexy tyres at the end. Talking of tyre management. Ferrari! Oh, I'm tired of their management. 
Ferrari have now lost so much confidence in their own strategy decisions that they, like Terry in a city with a grid system, now do the opposite of whatever they think they should do. Hard tyres for Leclerc. Was there ever a possibility that that was a good idea? No, because we'd seen lots of other people go onto the hard tyres and it not worked because even though they thought the hard tyres would work because they tested them in practice or qualifying or something, it was a lot hotter when that happened. And on race day, it was a lot colder. But this is, like, work. This is like 101 stuff, isn't it? I don't get it. It's like, but if, it's, it's Sunday, the f- track temperature's famously low. It's like, what was the track temperature? Like 25 degrees, 30 degrees? On Friday, it was 60 degrees. This is like 101 tyre stuff. I don't get it. Well, apparently they didn't even try the hard tyres on Friday. So they just cut it on the race, cut it went, oh, should we give it a go? What about hards? Okay, yeah, 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 let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. That's going be good. This be, oh, shit, it hasn't worked. Like, I would assume that they had their plan, and this is the plan, and we're sticking to the plan. Even if circumstances have completely changed, then the plan is no longer a good plan. But how can they, how can they be sticking to the plan when all they talk about is, Charles, we are going to plan D, or plan well, maybe E, all the plans were, or all plan the plans were worked C. out at the beginning of the season, and weren't at all relevant. It's baffling. L plan. I L mean, plan. I would love to know really what it's like to work at Ferrari because it must just be the most toxic workplace or it's lovely maybe everyone's just really happy because they know they're not going to get fired there's no responsibility there's no accountability they don't care about winning it's the taking part that counts yeah I've done I've never worked directly with the F1 team but I have done some stuff where I've had to work with Ferrari as a wider company in the past they are a bit difficult they do make demands that other organisations don't, and they are a bit funny about it. So and it wouldn't at all surprise me if that culture. Well, no, they're not. This is the trouble. On, their like, road well, cars you can't are say, you really, can't say really good. Yeah, they're really good. Like annoyingly good because you want to think, well, now you've all been dicks, and now look, your cars are rubbish. But then you get one, and you go, oh god damn, it's really good. I tell you what is bad. I saw a review of La Ferrari, the Ferrari, Ferrari, the Ferrari. Yes, and. Because their dashboard is now all um, screens, the yes. design they've chosen on the dashboard for all the speedometers and everything looks so bad. <laughs> and if I paid however many hundreds of thousands of euros a car like that costs, and you turn it on, might be a mi- is the is the LaFerrari a mill? No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Anyway, carry on. It might be now. I can't remember. It's a lot. Anyway, I don't care. Um, Oh, it's just because you you appear to be hinging your entire point on the cost of the car, so you can't. So to then be like, I don't care, it feels a bit odd. Well, no, I don't care because it's obviously an expensive car. Like I live in Berlin, I, a I can't drive, b I can't afford to buy. I wouldn't be able to afford to buy a runaround right now. So a, a Ferrari La Ferrari is so way out that a hundred thousand is the same as a million to me. Wow, that sounds like something that someone with a lot of money would say. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's all just money, isn't it? Yeah. I've got it. I got it all in crypto. <laughs> <laughs> so you're very rich, uh, very poor. Very rich, very poor. So you don't like the LaFerrari dashboard, is what you're telling me? Okay, I don't. This is what Benotto needs to be focusing on. <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying that's surely it's the eye for detail that should be the thing. That that dashboard was ugly. Okay, good. Uh, McLaren, a uh, McLaren. Where finished- do you stand on McLaren's dashboards, Terry? Yeah, good I haven't question. seen one. I haven't seen one. Those cars are too cheap for you. Phil, I know it's you. I know, I know you like review cars and stuff for a living. Whatever you do now, what do you do now? Do you do that? <laughs> eh, less of it now. But I don't look at cars. I don't. I don't care. Anyth- I don't care about cars at all. I only like good. them when they race. 
like road cars i know nothing absolutely nothing join our road car podcast which we're coming up with soon you actually yeah that. it's called fucking cars <laughs> <laughs> mclaren and McLaren has finished seventh for the third race in a row, really bringing back the glory days of such a storied team. Ricardo seemed to be doing all right, but then wasn't, which was a pretty good summary of his career. What next? Where next? Whom next for McLaren? Well, I'm hoping that Oscar Piastri does another tweet whilst we're recording, but so far nothing. Mark <laughs> Webber to McLaren. Mm. Webber's playing this whole thing. He's like using Piastri and then he's going to absolutely screw Piastri at the end and take his place at McLaren. You heard it here first, and probably last. <laughs> I don't know. McLaren are just bimbling. This is this 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 is what slightly confuses me about this whole Piastri thing. It's like, no, I must race a McLaren. It's like a McLaren noticeably better than Alpine at the moment. I mean, they're pretty much much of a muchness, aren't they? I mean, Where they're they in the That's an interesting. Que- that's an interesting question. It but, seems a weird thing to potentially torpedo everything for. Like, if you've been trying to get to F1 and you've got this seat with the team that's been backing you for ages, and then you're like, no, potentially, you know, knackering well, your chances with them in the future. If I may, very much like crypto trading, it's about <laughs> predicting the future. And the thing is, <laughs> when you look at McLaren, Alpine, and Aston Martin specifically, they're all around the same. I mean, Aston Martin are the worst of the three at the minute, but they're all kind of, give or take, the three teams. I mean... Aston are nowhere at the moment. Ricardo left Alpine after one year to go to McLaren. Yes. Let, let us not forget. So the so the question is, which team is going to be best next year? So Alonso clearly thinks it's Aston Martin, or rather, Aston Martin have said we'll give you a multi-year contract. Piastri clearly doesn't think it's Alpine, so he's you know so so it does feel like two drivers of different ends of their career have both said fuck you to Alpine. Ocon must be sat there with his like. Six-year contract going, oh, fuck. What do I-, <laughs> I mean, of, of the three teams, Alpine are ahead in the championship. Alpine are fourth. They're yeah, but they're fourth they're, this they're year. They're the next best team. Yeah, but yeah, they're fourth but this come year. Come on. But this Aston are ninth. But that's the problem. The, the Renault engine, because they're still the only team that has a Renault engine, aren't they? Yep. Aston, you know, they've got the Red Bull designer that they nicked starting, like, next year's car will be done by him. They've got all the new facilities and everything. Like, Aston Martin, on paper is the team that should be the the big bet in over the next coming years, for sure. But also, Vettel has left, and if Aston Martin were going to get good next year, you think Vettel would stick around? And he seems to have seen something that makes him go, eh, I'm off. And also, I think there's a... I don't... I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't I, this isn't exactly factual, but if you're like on Alpine's books as a young driver, and then they hire you to F1, they'll pay you a bit of money to be... But if McLaren are coming to poach you... You're probably getting a good wedge as well. Yeah, you know they're probably just Mc- about cash. No, I don't think it's just about cash, but I think it might be a contributing factor, right? In that McLaren will be like, mm. "Well, no, we'll pay you some decent money. We'll pay you like half what we're paying Danny Rick, and that will still be like a lot oh, for Piastri, fifty mil or something." Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, you can pay Piast- him a quarter. Piastri is- and so suddenly, Piastri, McLaren, Alpine, Al- Alpine, Alshmeen. Piastri is tipped to be pretty good like he's, he's had a very he's a, good junior formula record he's won basically everything for three seasons in a row hasn't he's gone from series to series to series and won the lot yeah and okay his 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 season in formula Renault euro cup that he won it was only versus it was like him and smolia were the only two decent drivers in that to be fair but i think that's the f3 and f2 why do you have an induction hob they're great 
Really? I, I thought you were a one. super fan, Jack. Do you not know the induction hob story? This is embarrassing, isn't it? Sorry, everybody. No, it's fine. No one, no one listens. I don't quite know, but one of the hobs turned on accidentally and the metal lid from a pan was on it, which heated up so much that it started to glow orange before I noticed. <laughs> like a brake disc. I, it, they are yeah. quite easy to leave on, I've noticed. I keep doing that as well. You don't do it that with gas because you can see it, but it is quite easy to leave them on and not realise. Aston Martin? Yeah. Did they, well, they, let me tell you, did most of their talking off the track, specifically with press releases. But now we know Vettel is on the way out. What can we expect for the rest of the season? I actually thought mm. Vettel's been quite all right this year. Last year was a bit like, eh. this year he's had a few flashes. That sort of Monaco onwards, that little I mean, period after Monaco yeah, was a, decent. A four-time, a four-time world champion having a few little flashes. <laughs> Doesn't really say that much, does it? It's like, you know, he's killing time till he leaves. But can we talk about that? Aston, the, the Alpine found out about Alonso driving for Aston Martin through the press release. <laughs> yes, he hadn't told them. In fact, I believe he'd specifically told them he hadn't signed for anybody else when they were starting their contract negotiations. I mean, that man is a I'm sorry. That <laughs> Alonso is just such a shitty person. Just absolute toxic personality. Fuck him. I don't think I don't think this is news. Like, do you not think he's his own mother if he thought every year it's like oh he's calmed down a bit. Oh, you know he's 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 just focusing on driving again. And then every year he just manages to fucking torpedo the entire fucking F one. Someone did a great (laughs) tweet. Um, I won't take credit for it because that's not fair. The biggest scandals in Formula One in recent years are Crashgate, Alonso, McLaren Gate. What was that called? Ferrari Gate. Spy. Spy Gate. And now Piastri Gate. Alonso. Yeah. He's, He's just the like, architect of everyone's demise. Yeah. Alpha right. Romeo. Bottas nearly managed to ruin the exciting end of the race by parking his car up. But other than that, a pretty invisible race for the team. Well, I was hoping he was going to make it more exciting by... Because when he parked up, I thought I was like, oh, full safety car. And then Hamilton on brand new tyres is behind Verstappen on old tyres and his big gap goes. And then... Then we have a redemption, the the justice, exactly. <laughs> and then what's this? It's Michael Massey with a steel chair. <laughs> <laughs> now Michael Massey has signed a non-disclosure agreement, so he won't be coming in with any steel chairs. Alpha is so nearly all right, and then just n- not quite. Like Bottas, it's lo- Bottas hasn't scored points in the last four races, but before that, it was only twice. In the first nine races that he wasn't in the points at the end of the Grand Prix. And Joe keeps doing all right. And he was qualified so well at Silverstone. And then he's on his head. And I think the halo helped him. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, broadly speaking, they should have more points than they... Well, no, I yeah. think they're, I think I they're mean, about right. They've kind of been fine. They've kind of, they're kind of like a benchmark. Yeah. Like, they're not great. They're not terrible. Well, it's definitely a kind of they're season. They're not fast. They're not slow. Like, with a rule change... It's the kind of season where, you know, there are some surprises, but it all starts to kind of level out. And this is what's happening. You know, Mercedes are levelling back up to kind of podium places and Alpha are just kind of levelling down to just out. Alpha are the average. They are the median team. They are sixth in the championship, bang in the middle. They're bang average. They've got the two blandest drivers. Yeah, that's probably fair enough. The I most much average to say about drivers. Well, one of them gets his arse out. So that's something. Valtteri Bottas. Bot ass. I was just checking because I thought that was the answer, but I, but if you all turned around and went Joe, I'd be like, sorry, this is news to me. Alpha Tauri. Alpha Tauri. Only fans nudity. Alpha Tauri. 
Sonoda. Sounded like you were wanking it, that you were coming. That's not what it sounds like. Sonoda did a yellow flag causing spin. And that was all Alpha Tauri did of what does, <laughs> note this what, weekend. What does, does it your sound coming, like commentary? What, what does your coming sound like? <laughs> Incredible! <laughs> it sounds like... It sounds like one of those drive to survive things. It's like I was going to say oh, if you if you It's the battle for 15th. <laughs> this is make or break. No, it's no, it's not that. It would be more like this is sex. Sex is when you put the penis in the vagina. <laughs> no, that's that's that's, that's, that's so Will Buxton. That's so true. <laughs> well done, Terry. You win this round. Uh I'd say something about Avatari now. Unless unless it's politics on Twitter, I don't really care at this point. Yes. That's what it sounds like. I feel sorry for Haas. They've they've been good, and then Magnussen got into he got into Q3 in France, didn't he? But then had his penalty, and then Hungary he had a bumped someone or something at the start. I can't really remember, but. There's not much to say. Well, they're, I mean, they're kind of a third-tier team with third-tier third tier drivers who occasionally do quite well. Saying Hash should have done better. better. I, I'm not sure they're third. Well, hang on. What's third-tier? How many tiers are there? There's some. Formula 1, Formula 2, Formula 3000, <laughs> Formula 4... <laughs> Formula V. Formula, and then Formula E at the bottom. There's a joke I'm trying to make, but I can't really be bothered to get there. <laughs> <laughs> no, like they're they're not one of the top teams. Is there a Formula Obviously, D? They're not they're not they're not <laughs> There is. It's a drift uh, championship. Yeah, there actually. is Formula D, yeah. <laughs> is there Formula yeah. C? Or B or A? I don't There was A one GP. Yeah. There was. Formula BMW. Yeah. Formula Formula Class. <laughs> Just Alonso's <laughs> karting team. <laughs> uh, anyway, Haas are third tier because they're not one of the top teams, obviously, and they're not quite as good as the teams that are usually scrapping for like fifth and sixth and seventh. They're a bit below. Haas that. are not Mercedes. Haas are not Alpine. Haas are Altari and maybe Williams. Okay, cool. And Romeo sometimes. Speaking of which, Williams, Nicholas Latifi was the fastest of the men in a practice session and he should have got out of his car and retired from racing instead he finished 18th yes he was fastest in fp3 and the very next session he was last in q1 qualified last finished last but one the end alex alban was there i presume cool he lost a bit of his front wing at the start i seem to remember oh he did Did didn't he that caused no, no drama at all I feel like we haven't really talked about the race. The race had some moments. It was was it, it, it was quite a good race. No, it was all right. Yeah. It was all right. It there was, was a, right. The, the safety car. That but mostly because of the crap strategy. It was it was a strategy race, but it was it was all right. It was because yeah, Hungary can be woeful, and it was fine. It can be quite good though. So I mean, yes, it, it's one of those ones where it's not it's not like Monaco where it's always shit. But I think it's I think Hungary is often shit. I think Hungary is often shit. I think it's shit maybe less than we give it credit for. Uh, Let's find out next year. Anyway, why don't we do the standings instead with Terrific Saunders? I am Terrific. Uh, okay, so <laughs> the Al- the Alonso thing has 
permeated through all of the Formula One. And I thought we should go to the drivers and find out what the drivers think of Alonso. So Max Verstappen in charge of the championship says, I don't know who he is, actually. <laughs> oh, is it that old man? All right. Um, Charlotte Clerk in second place says, Alonso haunts Ferrari. Um, <laughs> Perez is interesting because Perez replaced Hamilton at McLaren, which means that it, I think Alonso had his kind of finger over his career as well because that all went weird. When you say finger over his career. And when you say any of the other words, what do you mean? What, uh, <laughs> Alonso had Perez. Well, Alonso, Alonso left McLaren in a, and really kind yeah, of yeah, fucked yeah, over yeah. the team. Yeah, and then you know Hamilton won the next, like the won the next couple of years championship, whatever. But then Hamilton left, and I think the Alonso scar was still big in McLaren. And then Perez came along, and he had a shit time at McLaren. I think it's Alonso got indirect fault. Alonso influence. Yeah, what it was like the Kevin think? Bacon thing. Sure. What does George Russell think? Oh, don't do that. As if my joke was so bad, you're just moving on. Alonso scares George Russell. Um, <laughs> Carlos Sainz used to love Alonso, but now he just looks, sees the way he looks at me. Um, we're friends now, says Lewis Hamilton, but I don't trust him. Lando says he gets my name wrong on purpose. Ocon says he doesn't like it when I call him Granddad. Valtteri Bottas says I like him, but I've never spoken to him. Fernando Alonso just said Kimoa. Um, <laughs> Kevin Magnussen replaced Sergio Perez at McLaren. So <laughs> let's. Let us revisit that. Um, <laughs> Daniel Ricciardo has done nothing wrong apart from being shit and somehow might be out of a job because of all this. Pierre Gasly says he tried to sell me a cap. Uh, Vettel says he never forgave me for taking over Ferrari. Mick says daddy only moves when Alonso is mentioned. Um, Sonoda <laughs> says, oh, I thought he was Kimi Raikkonen. <laughs> Joe just says he just sort of looks through you. Lance says I will beat him. And Alex Albon says, I think, I think he and my mum were a thing back in the 70s. <laughs> And Red Bull, we've asked the teams what they thought of Alonso. And Red Bull say, we'll never have him. Ferrari said he wouldn't leave. Uh, Mercedes say, we nearly had him. We're glad we didn't. Alpine said, this is a toxic relationship. Help. Uh, McLaren says, Alonso? No, no, I think you got the wrong number. Uh, Alpha said, we would have him. Good for a laugh. Haas says, we're next. Alpha Tauri says, he sort of used to drive here. Uh, Aston Martin says, we're proud to announce our 2023 driver. And Williams says, he wouldn't even speak to us. Can you imagine? Alonso won't speak to you. How shit you must be. And now for the man of the match of driving. Who Matt is Hamilton? Now, and I've never been able to introduce this, after four years of listening to this podcast, maybe five. When would I start? Maybe more. 16? I think I started listening in like 16, 17? Yeah, been go- we've been going since 15, but fine. So, yeah, I, no, I, wasn't, I wasn't one of the OGs. But for the first time, six years, I've wanted to announce this. And now it's time for the State of F1 with Terry Saunders. Fernando is faster than you. And by faster, I mean more bonkers. And by you, I mean every driver in the history of the championship. The mere fact that Fernando is faster than you was 12 years ago. Bruce Forsyth was still presenting Strictly. The Burj Khalifa had just been opened. And it was the same year the iPad was released. (laughs) And Alonso, the man who has pissed off McLaren twice, Ferrari once, Renault in its various guises about 20 times and has now set his sights on having a promising stint that will end in ignominy with Aston Martin, a team run by a powerful megalomaniac who always thinks he's right and with his son as a teammate, what could possibly go wrong? (laughs) 
Now, Alonso has left more teams than most drivers have done races, but it's obviously staggering that he holds the Enstone team that has scooped him up repeatedly in such contempt that he didn't even tell them. The team found out from a press release confirming the move. Fernando has now driven for half the teams on the grid, and he last won a championship in 2006. That's before the iPhone. That's the year they hanged Saddam Hussein. <laughs> Which I hope... <laughs> You know, I think that these are the sort of facts we'd have at the start of the race. Oh, the last time. <laughs> it's standard fair to say narrow holder drivers doing a deal, that this will be the last team they drive for, etc., etc. But we've said that of Alonso when he signed for Ferrari, McLaren the second time, and Alpine. But don't worry, I have a solution. Alonso is an exciting driver, but fucking hell, does he not just cause chaos wherever he goes? Now, poor old young Oscar Piastri has been dragged into all of this. A driver who wasn't born when Fernando first drove in Formula 1. For fuck's sake, Fernando. What F1 needs is an intervention. All the teams and drivers and his one friend, Flavio Briatore, needs to come together like a surprise party and gently tell him it's time to give up or tie him down until the next season starts. Actually, Flavio might quite like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point. Old very young Oscar point. Piastri was my favourite part. <laughs> <laughs> That's it from us. And it's goodbye to Phil Tromans. Goodbye. We haven't had time to talk about the Denver Broncos and their new owner, co-owner, Lewis Hamilton. What does that Whoa. mean for the driver market? Oh, I've not seen that. Oh, He's bought the Denver Broncos or some of the Denver... He bought one of the Denver Broncos or he's bought a Ford Bronco in Denver or something. I don't know. It's American football. Things really to do it. in Denver Broncos when you're dead. John Denver's got bronchitis. Didn't didn't Lewis buy Tottenham or something? The place. The town. No, the, the football team. Didn't he... Didn't Hotspur? He imp- I'm sure he... I think he was interested... Well, he was interested in Chelsea, wasn't he? And then... Oh, was that it, no, that happen. was it. It was Chelsea. Oh, it didn't happen. We haven't got time yeah. to talk about this. Oh, yeah. That, oh, sorry. That's the whole point. Uh, and also, we are saying a fond farewell to Terry Saunders. We haven't had time to talk about... Um, it's not a Formula One thing, actually. It's a comedy thing. I did another podcast this week. Fucking oh. what? Yeah. A podcast called Chatterbix with Joe Wilkinson. And uh, oh. about... Hang on. Do um, we know who that is? Yes. He's very famous. He lives fairly near me, and my wife saw him on a train once. There you go. Oh, no, I know who that is. Exactly. He's an English he's comedian, actor, and screenwriter. He is. He is. He's, he's a he's a bearded comedian who often pushes thing quite, things quite close to the edge. So, yeah, it's him and it's Joe and David L. who I also, they're both, both people from my old comedy life. They used to be both friends of mine. They asked me to go and talk about comedy. And we reminisced about me and Joe both being in the 2005 Laughing Horse New Act comedy final. Oh, Laughing Horse. So, who... Back to Ferrari again. Yes, who who <laughs> who Very won that good. time? He won. He won. Anyway, it's not launched yet. I think I think it's coming out next week sometime, or it might not come out because I was quite boring. Did you read them your diary? Didn't even get to that. Didn't even need to, mate. <laughs> so tragic it was. <laughs> well, I will keep an eye out uh, or an ear out for it, and I will listen to it. Yeah, I I actually I actually genuinely because as much as I mock you, Terry Saunders, I find you quite an interesting human, and as much as I stand you up. <laughs> I find you very pleasant company. We will right. be back. I will not be back. FF1S will be back in a month or so to discuss the Belgian Grand Prix, which is happening in Belgium. In the meantime, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash for F1's sake. And follow us on Twitter at for F1's sake. Phil, yes. how can listeners get 20% off and free delivery on the performance package 4.0 from Manscaped? 
So glad you asked, Jack. You can head to Manscaped. I've been thinking it the whole the whole podcast. I've just been. This is the question I've I can wanted see to you've ask. been itching to ask, and you should get that looked at. But yeah, if I you head to Manscaped.com, use the code balls balls balls. Terry. Yeah. Where can people buy merch? Um. <laughs> I mean, most most YouTube people have like a, a link just to click on. So just click on one of them. Yeah, clink, click the bottom of the screen now. Yeah. Clink the bottom of the screen. This is like listening to my parents talk about using computers. Yeah. I'm doing the clinking and nothing's happening. Clink, clink your beer on the phone now. The answer Cheers. is ff1s.com slash shop, shop, shop. Is it? Thanks for listening. See you in a while after the Belgian Grand Prix. I've been Jack Nichols. Goodbye. Goodbye. Love you, Thank Jack. you, Jack. Thank, Thank you. Podcast Network.